Hello and welcome to the podcast, UFO Warning. Today we have a rather serious question. As most of you know about, probably, that listen to the podcast, uh, there was a series of cattle mutilations in Oregon here uh, two or three weeks ago. I believe it was five different Hereford bulls that were found dead out at the Sylvia Ranch. A very strange case. The bulls were found, uh, pretty much just died where they stood. There was uh, no sign of a struggle, no sign of an animal attack. Uh, they've ruled out poisoning now. Uh, you just had these dead bulls laying there, basically fell over dead in their tracks. Uh, they couldn't find any kind of puncture wounds on them uh, that would have resulted in death. No bullet wounds. Uh, they did find the uh, genitals, the penises cut out, surgically removed, and uh, also the tongues. There's been a lot of talk about this in the last couple of weeks in the area out there about what could have caused this. And I think it's important to keep in mind that this isn't the first time that uh, cattle mutilations um, have occurred. Of course, we know that there were rampant cattle mutilations back in the 70s and I suppose all throughout the 80s. But in fact, there have been cattle mutilations in this general area in Oregon um, in the past. And, you know, it was maybe 10 years ago and then back in the 60s even. And we'll cover some of those in a future broadcast. But um, they all have the same telltale signs. I mean, there you find this cow, or in this most recent case, a bull, uh, laying there dead in his tracks. Uh, no blood around to speak of. Uh, no entry wounds, no no wounds from uh, predators. And I might point out that, uh, especially in, in the other cases, but especially now it's been noted among these, um, there was no predation uh, on the carcass after the animal was killed. You know, normally in a situation like that, you would expect uh, coyotes or vultures or some kind of small prey animals to come along and uh, get busy on that thing. It's a free meal. But none of that's happened. These things were just left there uh, intact to rot. And uh, from the from the video, I mean, they didn't even, they talked about there not even being flies there. So you wonder just what is going on. So leave it, you know, said, this has been quite a mystery. But something's happened since then that's almost as disturbing. And that seems to be um, the way that the press, or as I call them along with the president, the fake news, has reacted. In fact, how uh, law enforcement, especially law, local law enforcement out there, has reacted. And if you didn't know better, you would think that uh, they were working together to conceal a crime committed by UFOs or aliens or whoever, because... They have come out full frontal assault on anybody who asks questions about what's happened in Oregon. And if you stop and think about this situation for just a minute, you know, what, what's the, what are the three elements of any good investigation? Well, the first thing you want to do in any investigation is you want to try to establish means, motive, an opportunity. Now, we can use means, motive, and opportunity 
to analyze what's going on here, not just with the crime scene, but with the uh, reaction to the crime scene. And if I look at what's going on here, it seems as though law enforcement and the news media have the means, some kind of motive, obviously, and the opportunity to cover up this crime. And the means that they're using is uh, they're just putting forth all kinds of crackpot theories to muddy the water. And in fact, you can go over and look at the site here and you can see that the local sheriff out there, in fact, seems to be doing interview after interview where he's bringing up things like Satan worship, witchcraft, traveling gangs of cow killers. He even had a uh, whiteboard in the office there. And if you go over to the uh, website, ufowarning.blogspot.com. You have to go to that exact site, ufowarning.blogspot.com. I encourage you to do that. And you can you can check out some of these links. But this sheriff, even it's all over the net. You can look it up yourself. He has posted this whiteboard. Uh, he has his office where he lists theories that people called in with. And it's he asked like it's a big joke to him. One of the theories is a shark with laser vision or some some kind of nonsense. And then uh, they just keep promulgating these these theories. I think it's just to muddy the water. So the sheriff gets it out there. Um, the FBI, the Bureau of Land Management, whoever else should be investigating this, they sit back and say nothing. So they just let it roll. And then the media picks it up and runs with it. I don't know if you watch much about uh, videos about that examine the conspiracy of news networks, but there's there's a bunch of different YouTube videos out there where they show local broadcasters uh, purporting to give you the news, and it doesn't matter if you're in Idaho or New York, they're reading off the same script, and they'll show you know dozens of these different little videos that are. That are, that are purporting to be local news, but they're all reading off a national script. So how can it be real news if you have somebody in, say, Washington State reading the exact same script as somebody, say, in Florida, but they're both purporting to be local news? So that's the means and it's gotten so bad i actually was looking around line on this and i found a recent article published on the coast to coast am website and i really had expected more out of these guys this article demonstrates in my opinion the, the disdain for citizens who have the audacity to suggest that some outside entity might be responsible for the recent cattle mutilations in oregon and honestly in light of completely absent working theory for the crimes on the part of law enforcement, you know, you, you, you have to wonder why do they seem to be spending so much time debunking UFO theories instead of coming up with their own ideas. Now there's a quote here from this, from this article in coast to coast. And I want to read it. It says, uh, it starts off here and it says, this was uh, the dismissive attitude in the reference article can be found reprinted here. This was echoed at the time by Chief Investigator Dan Jenkins of the Harney County Sheriff's Office, 
who mused that whenever there's a case like this, all of the conspiracy theorists come out. With two months having passed since the odd incident, it would seem that the officer's observation was rather prescient, as his office has been inundated with callers offering a wide range of fantastic ideas for how and why the cattle could have been killed. Now, honestly, George Norrie, I'm sorry, as much as I like the guy's show and I like him, he should be ashamed that this kind of stuff is printed on his website. Coast to Coast AM is a show, started by Art Bell, of course, that addressed uh, paranormal events of all kinds with seriousness and respect. But yet, here on their website, the author, uh, in, in so many words, says, you know, how, how unfortunate it is that this poor sheriff has to put up with all this nonsense from these crackpots calling in. Well, you know, a lot of these are just simply people that are confused maybe upset or curious, and as far as I can tell, the sheriff has not put forth one single theory about this crime scene that makes sense. So somebody saying that, somebody coming out and saying, well, this could be space aliens, makes just as much sense to me as the sheriff suggesting that some human aggressor somehow found these bulls, killed them by a means nobody knows, and then left, leaving no trace that they'd ever been there. Now it goes on, it says, Jenkins noted to a local media outlet this week that so far a lot of people leaned toward the aliens and revealed that he had received one call from someone who told us to look for basically a depression under the carcass. He explained that the tipster's reasoning for the divots was that the alien ships will kind of beam the cow up and do whatever they're going to do with it, then they just drop it from a great height. Well, the animal being beamed up and having its parts cut off and then being dropped or set back down on the ground makes a lot more sense to me than people, humans, riding up to uh, that bull on their, uh, on their air motorbikes leaving no tracks, uh, doing the dirty deed, and then scooting out of there, once again, leaving no tracks. The article goes on, and actually ends by stating, perhaps the most perplexing of them all is the theory that the cattle mutilations were the work of the North Vietnamese Army. Why exactly that outfit would want to slaughter five bulls in Oregon is a mystery that may be on par with the cattle mutilation phenomenon itself. Now that is some of the worst writing that I found on the internet as far as disrespect, and I mean absolute disrespect and mocking of people who simply ask questions. And honestly, Coast to Coast should be ashamed. They claim to be a program that treats people with respect and treats the notions of paranormal experiences with respect but yet, when people ask questions, that's considered so stupid that it's more perplexing than the mutilation phenomena itself. Now, when you stop and think about the fact that the U.S. Navy has recently admitted that UFOs are real. I mean, stop and think about that for one minute. 
the U.S. Navy has just admitted publicly that UFOs are real. They also stated that we should never have been told about them. Interesting. They know they're real, but they don't want us to know they're real. Wow. Now, in light of that, is it too much to think that if we accept what the Uf U.S. Navy has stated as fact, that UFOs are real, does that make me crazy or you crazy if we think that these things actually do exist and that some of these things may not be friendly? Would that be a possibility? If I operate under the premise that people are real, is it crazy for me to think that some people might not be friendly? Because, you know, we do have prisons. Not all people are good people. Some people do terrible things, and we actually have to incarcerate them, or in some cases, we put them to death. So to say that all people are good people and do good things, that would be a little silly. And I believe the same thing goes for UFOs. If we accept the premise that UFOs are real, and our own United States Navy says they are real, then isn't there a possibility that some of these things might not be so nice? And if we think they might not be so nice to a person, what could they do to an animal? Well, I think we know what they could do with an animal. They could slip down in the middle of the night and do whatever they please with that animal. And then they would put it right back where they got it just because they do, either don't care or because maybe they just want to show us what they can do. No matter how you look at it, for law enforcement and the media to come out and scoff at and mock people who ask for a common sense investigation, you have to ask yourself, what is their motive? Are they on the inside? Like the Navy, like Mr. DeLong and his friends, they can know, but we don't know. Remember, the only reason that we even know about the three UFOs that the, that the Navy now recognizes, the only reason that we even know about that, supposedly, is because of a miscommunication. We were never supposed to know about that. The Navy thought that was okay to release that information to Mr. DeLong and his friends, but they didn't want the general public to know about this. Is that what this is coming to? That you have the general public and then you have the elites, law enforcement and media. And sadly to say, of all the media, coast to coast, AM piles on this. That is, that's tough. That's a tough one to hear. Coast to coast AM making fun of and mocking their listeners they're listeners who are not crackpots. They're just people that are inter that are interested in things like UFOs or the paranormal. They're just people who are curious. So now we're mocking curious people. You know what I think? I think that law enforcement and the media, well, there's no doubt they have the means to suppress disclosure. Of UFOs. There's absolutely no doubt they have the means to do that. And they have the opportunity to do that. And they take that opportunity every single time there's a UFO incident. 
They've got the microphones. They've got the big radios, the big TVs, and the big internet channels. They can do it. They have that opportunity. And when law enforcement wants to do some suppression of disclosure, the media is right there, ready, willing, and able to make every curious mind look like a crackpot. But then you have to ask yourself, well, what's the motive? Why would they want to do that? Well, I have to go back to something that Nick Pope said the other day on Tucker Carlson's show. And you can find that YouTube on, or you can find that video of Nick Pope on Tucker's show. It's a short three or four minute clip on YouTube. I would highly suggest that you watch it or go over to my blog spot, ufowarning.blogspot.com. I think I have a link there. And when Tucker asks Nick, why would they want to suppress this? He says, maybe it's too terrible to say, too terrible to talk about. Maybe they know something. Maybe this sheriff knows something. And he's just shaken, quite frankly. I can't imagine any other reason why he had to make this prop. He has to create this. You can see the, you can see the picture online. It's just prop. Of a, it's 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 a it's a whiteboard, it's a whiteboard, and he has all these crackpot theories listed on it. And the very one, the very last one, the Vietnamese uh, cow killers did it. It's all this effort going in to scoff and mock at people that are just asking simple questions. There's no reason for it. And I'm going to close by saying, you know, we don't know what happened, but if we thought that this was somehow a UFO phenomena or an alien phenomena, well, we could apply the same taste, the same test. Means, method, and opportunity. Well, something that could travel the way these things do, it would certainly have the means to be able to take out a cow or a bull. And the method, well, look at how these things are killed. There's no human explanation. There's no animal explanation. They've ruled out poison and all the other natural phenomena. They were not struck by lightning. So there's your means. Wow, what's that? What does that leave? You know, if we're going to come up with a with the means based on exclusion, the only one that's not getting excluded. This is UFO phenomena, the alien phenomena. That's the one not getting excluded. That's the one that has the means to do this. And as far as opportunity goes, oh, baby, they've got opportunity. they got nothing but time. They're out there in the middle of nowhere. So as far as, you know, me as a curious mind being mocked for no reason, I'm just not going to accept that. And as UFO investigators or enthusiasts or maybe people that are a little bit paranoid of them, we have the right to diagnose what's happened here, to analyze the situation, and to use common sense and logic. So when you take a look at these cattle mutilations, I want you to stop and think. Means, motive, opportunity. Now, some of them could be quite, frankly, could be done by humans or predators or whatever. But why can't we as investigators look at this logically? And why can't law enforcement or media look at this logically? Means, motive, opportunity. Let's at least try to answer those three questions before we go off on a hinge here 
and start accusing people of being conspiracy theorists. I hope you enjoyed the program today. If you like what you hear here, stop by the Anchor website. Uh, you're welcome to make donations. It helps make the show possible. Uh, also, stop by the ufowarningblogspot.com website. Uh, the show notes are there with links. I want to let you know that I am working on a uh, website, but it's taking time because I have to do all the programming myself, and it's time-consuming. I have a very rudimentary uh, YouTube site. I just started with a couple of real basic videos, and you can find that off on UFO Warning over on YouTube. I'm going to try to get some stuff up with a little bit more sophisticated content uh, to, try, to try and keep the whole UF warning thing going. And uh, I appreciate uh, the listeners and the su subscribers. And uh, we're in this together. So I, I appreciate every one of you that listens. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.